Good morning. This is a mid-morning podcast. I'm stood on the allotment in between. Raised beds number five and six. It's been a lovely sunny few days over the weekend and even Monday yesterday was a nice day, very sunny, got a bit of a suntan, farmer's tan developing already and I'm looking at beds five and six and I need a good weeding and a good dump of compost which I will do today. Let's venture into the greenhouse where there has been a mishap. I say a mishap, it's the same thing I do every year. I uh, left my seedlings without water for three quarters of a day and most of them, not most of them, the delicate ones died, basically the brassicas. I've got three or four broccolis left, four or five beetroot and hardly any lettuce no cabbage but the tomatoes seem to be faring okay and all the chilies and things are doing very well in fact they're going to be potted on later today so I don't want to be in here anymore because I'm looking at my failures so we will leave Lots going on to tell you about. One of the reasons, as I take a stroll down to where chickens live, one of the reasons for a later podcast today. I'm just now stood at the end of the allotment. There's a robin perched on top of the scrap pile. And the ducks and the chickens are desperate to be let out. The reason I'm late today is because what we call our kitten, one of our kittens, who is now over a year old, had kittens herself this morning. So I've been faffing about over there. Hence I'm late and all the birds are waiting for their breakfast. So head over to Bobstock Garden on Instagram to look at kitten pictures, although they look like little moles at the moment, or little bats without wings, of course. That's Tina Turner looking at me. She's saying, get in here and feed me. I'm walking down along the side of the chicken run now. And I'm about to head through the gate and in to feed the chickens. I can't help but notice, and I'm very proud of this, my replacement water pipe. I've had hoses of various quality and length running all over the place for the last two to three years. 
and I finally decided to bite the bullet and install some, and in some cases just replace, some taps. So over the weekend I ran some water pipe and I have a couple of little stand pipes now with taps on the ends. No leaks. And tomorrow a very exciting thing is arriving. A digger, a little digger. An excavator, a mini excavator as it's actually called. So I'll be trenching in the water pipe and maybe even running some extra electric cable because I do need to install a charger on the electric car charging port because it isn't an electric car charging port without an electric car charger. I'm sure you'll agree. Today's coffee is from uh, the coffee machine. We've got a Nespresso that I rarely use, but it is in use. The family use it. I don't use it that often. They like it. So I've had a Nespresso and treated myself to some frothy milk on top of it. I mean, it's not as good as a flat white from my local cafe, but it's all right. I say it every year, but I cannot believe the rate at which the grass grows. find it absolutely reassuring that nature just comes back. It's unstoppable. And we're no longer here. It'll return in some form or another. Right, off to the chickens. So I haven't really given you a tour. I should perhaps fire up the YouTube channel again. If you would like some visual podcasting on the YouTube channel, let me know, leave a comment. And I'll endeavour to, to start doing that. The area that the chickens have got to roam in is pretty significant. It is around 150, 200 square metres. So they're very lucky chickens. Even they haven't managed to completely eat all of the grass that's in here yet. So it's quite good. Because in their smaller run, they, they previously just destroyed obviously everything that they could and they ate the whole lot and it became a mud pit and we had to put 
wood chip down and da 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 da. So they're looking. So I'm stood in there now and it's fenced off to a height of about six feet with chicken mesh. Only good for keeping chickens in, no good for keeping anything else out. And they very rarely escape. Yesterday I left the door open and I found Tom Jones disturbing my onion beds. So I was annoyed at myself for that. And I chased him back. Yesterday Tom Jones ate out of my hand for only the second time since I've had him and I've probably had him nearly enough 12 months. So perhaps finally he's getting used to me. I don't know. They're all very impatiently waiting for me to go and feed them so let's get that done. Let's start with the ducks because I believe that's where the scoop for the feed is at the moment. So this is the old chicken pen. Long time listeners will recognise that clanking sound from lockdown. And as I go in here all the chickens try to come in. Out. Out you go. No, no. BB, go on. And the ducks all go into hiding in their hut. So the first thing I do is empty there. They have a big old, well, a pond about two feet across metal. It's actually an old catering tin around. Oh, I empty that. It is astounding how mucky ducks are. I mean, the sludge at the bottom of that is like a fish tank that's not been touched in ten years. And I know that I only replaced the water in there yesterday afternoon. It's unfathomable how mucky they are. Anyway, reassuring clang of the feed bin. Oh, there we go. Right, I'm going to have to go in the back of the duck enclosure and you'll hear them all panic and run out the other end. That's because I keep their food in there to try and keep the chickens away from it. It is very funny watching the ducks as they all panic and they run like one big hive mind all together, all in the same direction. You'd think by now they'd know that every day I come here, I do the same routine, and that there's nothing to be worried about. food is back in the house and um, put the lid on and come back and use my new tap to fill up the temporary pond with 
So yes, I am getting a new digger, well borrowing one, renting it. And I will bury my water pipes. And I will also dig a pond for the ducks. Now I have a pond liner, a plastic pre-moulded one. But I'm worried about filtering it, so as I have a digger I might dig something a bit bigger and deeper. I need to do some research on duck ponds. Right, into the chickens. I've now got 11 hungry chickens following me and one cockerel who is pretending that he's not been fed in weeks. And I'm going through the little green door into the chicken house. Off comes the lid on their feed bin. And I'll go and fill their feeder up. And they're all very happy about that. We need at least one more scoop. I've left the scoop in the um, in the duck house. So I'm currently doling out crumble with um, with my hands. Right. Let's just pop that down there on the floor. They don't actually need as much feed at this time of year. In my opinion anyway. Because they are free ranging effectively. There's lots of grass. You see them eating the berries off the trees. There are some red currant bushes which they seem very fond of and it's funny actually to see them jumping up, flapping the wings to to reach berries that are too high for them. So we don't overfeed them. And they have a very nice life here on Bob's garden. Now that the ducks have had a bit of a feed at their food, I'll open their gate fully. And that means that they'll come out when they finish feeding. And it also means that the chickens don't go straight into the duck house and eat all the ducks breakfast. I'll see you on Thursday.